What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where two brothers get together and we talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. My name's Ethan, and as always, that's Nick. Hello. What's up, dude? What's going on? Not much, man. Not much. A little bit of a different uh, <laughs> recording session this morning as we're doing it in the morning, which we usually do yeah. it at in, the, in the late afternoon. So uh, the energy Should might be, be a little different. Yeah, it should make for an interesting episode considering I woke <laughs> up about 25 minutes ago. <laughs> it's it's going to be it's going to be good times. It's going to be good times. Yep. How was your week? It was good. Special? Um, I went hiking again with yours truly. Yeah. And by yours truly, I mean <laughs> you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just the hiking gang. Um, this one was a little bit harder than the last one we went on. Uh, I am still very sore from it. Yeah. I I don't know why. Like my back, my back's always been kind of bad, but like for some reason, out of nowhere, it started getting real bad after that hike. But I also pulled my back picking up a frisbee off the ground the day before. The day before, literally the oh, day man. before. Uh, Ethan and I were tossing a frisbee around, and I let it hit the ground because I didn't catch it, and I bent down to pick it up, and instantly, just so much pain shot throughout my entire lower back i have no idea what i did literally i think i'm just getting um it's to the point where i'm getting old and any twists and turns that my body doesn't want to do it's going to let me know that it doesn't want to do that ever again yeah. so <laughs> yeah i was that, uh that, that sucked i was also very sore um the next day like i woke up and was laying in bed and i wasn't even moving and my knees were just on fire <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is just the worst feeling in the world. Yeah, you have always said that you've had bad knees, though. Yeah, so my knees, bad. my knees. I, I got like eighty-year-old knees and a twenty-four-year-old body. It's fucking terrible, dude. Yeah, yeah. As I sit here right now, my body is still not ready to be awake yet. So, like, the shooting pain in my back just from me leaning over to talking to them like <laughs> is so annoying right now. Uh, I woke up this morning with like a like I woke up. I planned on getting up early because we were recording early, and then I didn't. Uh, because I woke up with like a pound with like a pounding headache and went right back to bed. And then like when I woke up, I was sleeping on my neck wrong, so I can't turn my neck without mm-hmm. it like hurting. Dude, it's just getting old is just the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> that was my problem uh, a couple days ago. I well, I slept weird, so the entire day I had a headache because my neck was sore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the only that's, reason I, I had that's a what's going on right now is that my neck hurts, so it's shooting like pain up into my head. But mm-hmm. it's also wow. like really warm in my apartment, and it's not warm outside. And I opened all the windows, and it's not getting cooler. And I don't know what to do about it because I'm not turning on the AC when it's 54 degrees outside. No, but put it's 74 put degrees a, in my put apartment. A, put a fan by the door, blowing air in. I could, but that seems like a lot of work. I'd have right, to move the fans out of the rooms. This has been Bros Talking, where you listen to the bros complain about life, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, man. Uh, other than that, though, we, we finished The Boys. That was cool. We, we talked Did. about that a little bit. Did our episode go up, or is it going to go up later? Oh, it already went up. It went up last night. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so we released a... Uh, a predictions and rankings of our favorite characters of the boys seasons one and two. Uh, yeah. So if you watch season one and two and you enjoyed them, come over, uh, listen to that episode and mm-hmm. hear what we have to say about it. We did a recap and then I took it out because man, it was bad. It went uh, off the rails real quick. <laughs> it was real bad and not off the rails in a good way. Off the rails in a way no. where we were just like, but then this happened, but then that happened. And but we can't forget that this happened. This happened. <laughs> yeah. it was, it was oh man, real, we forgot about bad. this. This is really important. Like, yeah. 
Oh man, the, it was the, bad. The problem is with the boys, there's just so much thing, so many different things that happen. And it's hard to keep track of all the storylines and all the little sub storylines from the main yeah. storylines for each character. So each character's got their own storyline, but then there's little subplots of their storylines that are important for other people's storyline. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it, like, it was. It's hard to give a good recap of that show. Yeah, we. I don't think we realized that it was hard to give a recap until we were in the middle and we're like, "This sucks." <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> terrible. We we cannot keep doing this. But yeah, anyway, we cut that out, so it's not as brutal to listen to. And uh, we just did our rankings of our favorite characters and uh, what we think, what we thought about this season and that last season and what we think is going to happen next season. So if you're interested in The Boys and you watched it, because we spoil everything, go listen to that. A mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, um, little bit of information from last week's episode. Oh. We, uh, we ranked our least favorite Halloween candy to uh, get while trick-or-treating. And for whatever reason, Ethan ranked his number one least favorite candy as candy corn. And I mm-hmm. took that to offense because I like candy corn a lot. So I put out a poll on Instagram saying, do you enjoy candy corn? And the final is no. People do not enjoy candy corn. The, ma- <laughs> the majority of people do not enjoy candy corn whatsoever. Out of all the votes I had, I think I had like 80-something people vote. 66% of the people that voted said no, they do not enjoy candy corn. So, you're, you're in the majority two-thirds. there. Huh? Overwhelming two-thirds. Yeah, two-thirds vote is a hard no. I thought it was going to be closer than that, honestly. But I didn't thought it was going to be that that way. I feel like candy corn is not popular. I don't I also know why feel like it popular. might be. I also feel like it might be cool to hate candy corn. You know what I mean? Like people like, like oh yeah, I don't like candy corn. But that's not how I feel. I just fucking hate candy corn. But all right, well if you hate bra- candy I corn, I don't brag about it. Why don't we uh try some? We both got so, bags of we both got bags of candy corn out of the regular and the pumpkin. You can you can probably hear it. But you can't see it because, you know, we don't do a video. But I'm holding uh, unopened bags of one of just classic candy corn and one of the pumpkins, the candy corn pumpkins. Yep. And uh, because and I like candy corn so much, I dumped all mine out into a little Tupperware. <laughs> so I'm just going to be snacking along this entire episode. This is great. I woke up 20 minutes ago. I get to have candy corn for breakfast. What a day. So I cut a little slit into the, the bag and I pulled out one individual <laughs> corn. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're just doing a little taste test and see see what see what's what about this. Go for it. They're just not good, dude. Like uh, they, come on, they're just so like they're sweet and like, they're like the gross. just make the, the aftertaste is want makes you want more. Like I, no. like you can, you can definitely oh. taste the the waxy aftertaste. But for some reason, to me, that triggers like, oh, I need to have another one. Like it's no. like you can't like Lay's potato chips. You can't just have one. For me, candy corn. You can't just have one. Bro, you know me. I have like the biggest sweet tooth in the world, and that is too sugary for me. That is pure sugar. It's just not. Oh, it is. It's it's super sweet. I like it Ooh. a lot. I'm a I'm a Ooh. fan. All right, go for the pumpkin now. I've already had one of each this morning. I got to open one. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be uh, snacking along throughout this episode. In fact, I'm going to indulge myself right now. All right. I uh, cut a little tiny slit into the pumpkin bag and pulled out one individual pumpkin. Oh, I'm not exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll eat a pumpkin with you. 
these are giant. Yeah, they are. Like I think they're not like hollow. I, I feel like I need to do what I did what I was doing with the grapes the other day and eat and take a bite. And- <laughs> oh my god! Real quick, for people out there that are listening, like still and and like want to judge Ethan, he takes bites out of grapes. He doesn't Dude, eat those grapes. grapes were huge. Yeah, but still, that doesn't matter. You don't take multiple bites out of a grape. I took what okay, is so I, I would bite it in half, eat half, and then eat the other half. And right, just, but still, just to piss so me off, weird. I took I, I ate a grape in like four bites. Like I took a bite, it's, and then I took another bite, and then I took another bite. It's so weird. It, it was uh, I was astonished. All right, <laughs> eat this pumpkin. No, you didn't. You're supposed to eat it one bite. Oh, dude, no. No, these are gross too. They taste just as <laughs> they taste exactly the same. <laughs> So yeah, they do taste pretty similar. They are exactly oh. the same. There's just more more of it. <laughs> There's just a lot more of it. Oh fuck. <laughs> well. That was terrible. You might as well bring those bags with you when you come see me cuz yeah, I don't, don't think Tiffany likes I know you unicorn, won't. so uh I might just, <laughs> just bring them with me. I got I got candy corn and cat food to give you later. Fantastic. <laughs> Just a little bit asking for everybody. You can catch the show usually every single Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern. If you want to be part of the show, head over to brostalkingpod.com where you can send in your questions, comments, concerns, anything that you want to send us over there at the, the, the contact page. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel that is on brostalkingpod.com. You can click there, go watch the video, go support that video because it's slowly climbing up to 100 views and it'd be really dope mm-hmm. if we got there. And uh, we are filming another one this Saturday, which will go up some point next week. So to stay tuned for that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But <laughs> excited for to film this... the one on Saturday. Yes, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be interesting. <laughs> this week we are keeping in uh the the halloween spirit last week we ranked our halloween uh our least favorite halloween candies uh and this week nick what are we doing this week we're going to be talking about irrational fears and whether they could be turned around to be rational yes yeah, so basically keep it in and keep it in theme with the spooky season and what we're afraid of so uh, we 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 pulled some of our audience members and we got some of their feedback and on some of their answers and we're going to read them and talk about them. And sorry to put you on the spot, everybody, and ask you what your fears are. Let us judge them. On this yeah, show. yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I feel I didn't get a lot of answers and I feel like I I worded the question very wrong. All I did was say, "Hey, what's your irrational fear?" <laughs> like, like, tell me what your fear is so that way I could use it against you. Like that, yeah. it, I didn't say it was going to be for the pod. I didn't say like, "Hey, I'm doing this survey kind of thing." <laughs> just say, hey, "Hey, what's your fear? What are you afraid of?" So, so full disclosure, I messaged one of my friends. I said, "Hey, uh, what's your like most irrational fear? If you want, do you have an irrational fear you want to contribute to our podcast? Like we're going to talk about tomorrow?" And his response was, "All of my fears are perfectly rational." <laughs> I said, "Fair <laughs> enough," and that was the end of that conversation. <laughs> Which, honestly, yeah, I mean. I would consider most of my fears rational and I had to like dig through. I'm not afraid of a lot, not trying to brag or anything. I just, not, I'm just not. Um, but most of my fears, I feel like were pretty rational. So I had to like, like go through them all and be like, okay, that one's kind of irrational. Yeah. So I'll put yeah, that yeah. one down. 
All right. So who who do you want? Do you want to start? You want me to start? What's going? What's going? I mean, on? I'll start with a typical one that I feel like a lot of people have this fear. Um, our friend Manny sent in. He's afraid of heights. I am definitely afraid of heights, dude. I, 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 I was gonna say. I know you are too. Like when we went hiking, we were at the summit, and I like I was not about it. I was as far away from the edge as I could possibly be because, like, even yeah. though I knew I wasn't gonna like fall off or anything, like it's just like I don't want to be there. Well, like that that's why we have to have the argument like is it rational or irrational and i would say a fear of heights while i don't suffer from it i feel like it's pretty rational yeah i think it's rational too but i also think like for me personally it's not really the height it's the fear of falling like which is basically why people are afraid it, of heights yeah it goes it's like hand in hand like a fear yeah. of falling with of, like but um like it's not really the heights like i can be in a tall building and like look out the window and be like wow that view looks awesome but I can't will you really. Go, will you go press yourself up against the window? Probably not. Like I was, I've been at the f- top of the Freedom Tower in New York City, mm-hmm. and we're at like the observation deck. And I like would like look out the window and then like feel a little like woozy and be like, nope, I can't, I can't stay in here. So I guess it is the fear of heights. Yeah. So there's this building in Chicago. I think it's the Hancock Tower. It's got like 96 floors. It's the second highest building in the in the city, minus the Sears Tower, and they have this little spot where the the you go up against the wall and it's like tilts down so you're like looking over like Ugh, you're no. against the wall and it like tilts so you like look down so yeah so you obviously wouldn't be doing that no but like i like but roller yeah. coasters and stuff yeah but you're strapped in it's a little bit there i mean you're strapped in doing like zip lining and and stuff like that yeah too, i won't so. be zip lining though yeah yeah i've done zip lining and somewhat bungee driving diving um, and I would love to do skydiving. That's my goal for next summer. All right. Well, I'm going to give so you one say, of mine. Okay. No, go, was, go ahead. Go ahead. Going back to it, I would say that fear of heights isn't necessarily irrational. There's probably instances of it being irrational, but it's. I feel like it's a pretty rational fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, 100%. So <laughs> one of mine, and this has popped up more recently than anything, um, is like when I'm driving. <laughs> If I eat something, I like think about it way too hard. I'm like, I'm going to choke on this. I'm going to choke on this while I'm driving and I'm going to die. And then it happens. And then I like start to choke on it. So I am afraid of choking while I'm driving. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like I will buy a candy bar, like a a Hershey's with almonds usually is what my go to driving snack. I will start eating it and then I'll choke on a piece of the almond and be like, I'm dying. I am dying. I need to like, <laughs> this, is, this is the worst. It's over. I'm either going to suffocate or I'm going to crash while trying to exactly. resuscitate so, myself. <laughs> so I've kind of gotten away from, honestly gotten away from eating while I'm driving, at least when I'm alone. Like, I don't care. It doesn't happen when there's people in the car because I know if there's someone in the car with me, they'll save me if I'm choking. I'll pull over and they'll do the Heimlich and then we'll be good to go. Let's keep going. <laughs> you know? But like when I'm alone, there's no one with me. Am day? I going to... Am I gonna pull over on the side of the road and try to flag someone down so they could try to save my life? Like, what the fuck would I do? <laughs> Standing in the middle of the road, holding your neck, waving at people. Yeah. <laughs> like, what would I do? So that that that's kind of uh, come into my life recently that I do not like eating while I'm driving anymore because I'm afraid I'm gonna choke. Interesting. I like it. That is a pretty irrational fear. <laughs> I'd would, I would say that <laughs> because like I eat alone all the time at home, but it's like the same thing. Like if I choke here, <laughs> no one's gonna save me. But like, you're screwed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's just driving. I think that it's the, the added uh, added effect of driving while I'm choking. Say, I just, I'm your, irrational, your irrational fear now is just eating. Yeah, I'm terrified <laughs> to eat. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm gonna choke eating alone. <laughs> um, 
That's kind of similar. I don't know if I have this fear. I just don't like doing it. Uh, sneezing while driving is terrifying. Sneezing while driving is terrifying, uh, especially if you're on like the highway. Mm-hmm. Or like going around a turn or like a roundabout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if you're doing that. And, yeah. That's, I didn't write that down. That you, you saying that just made me think of it. But uh, yeah. I'll tend sneeze to like driving. not sneeze while I'm driving, though. I'll like, uh, like I'll hold it. You know what I mean? I, I can't hold in sneezes. I'm if, pretty if good. If it's at coming, it. it's coming. All right. Um, I got another one sent in by a um, tier one listener, uh, Laura. She is terrified of birds, mostly things that fly, but more specifically birds. I um, I've known I've known a couple people with this for this fear. So her main reasoning is because when they're flying, they're unpredictable, which, yeah, but sure. she thinks that they have the ability to come down and peck your face without warning which i guess they do but the fact that they won't do that (laughs) makes makes me think this fear is a little irrational yeah um i I kind of agree like yeah like they can be assholes like if you're thinking of like birds like pigeons aren't assholes or anything like that but like well pigeons are assholes because they're pigeons are assholes because they're just so invasive and everywhere and they shit everywhere same with seals but yeah like geese are assholes Geese would like not necessarily come at you and attack you when they're in the air, but they they're just assholes because they chase you like on the ground. What are you looking up? I'm looking. Hold on. I want to know if Laura has anatodyphobia. Anatodyphobia is uh no the definition is. Um, they a fear of no matter where you are that a duck is watching you. <laughs> I hope she does. <laughs> it's always constantly in the back of her mind, like there's got to be a duck staring at me right now. <laughs> there's got there's got to be someone. Yeah, <laughs> and and not a day phobia. Um, but no, I've known I've known some people with um uh, fear of birds, like that every time they see a bird like on the ground near them they're like i have to get away from this bird because you don't know what it will do which is like crazy like it's crazy that yeah. that 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 can impact somebody's everyday life that they'll mm-hmm. just be walking on the street and there'll just be a bird in the middle of the road and they're like i can't go any further because there's a bird there yeah i don't want to say it's irrational but it's kind of a little I, irrational <laughs> a little a little irrational but again like i don't i don't understand because i'm i obviously don't have that fear yeah that's why i think that's why i think it's irrational but i'm sure like i don't know i'm sure there's things that i'm afraid of that people are really like what the fuck why yeah well i know there's a couple that i am i'm afraid of like eating while i'm driving that people are like what the fuck why (laughs) it's the best time to eat yeah i guess so uh i'll give you another one of mine um which is i think we've talked about it once or twice on this show uh, I'm a thalassophobic, and thalassophobia includes a fear of being in deep bodies of water, a fear of vast emptiness of the sea, of sea waves, sea creatures, and fear of distance from the land. So you're just um, ocean phobia. Yes, I do not like the ocean. I do not like what could be in the ocean. I don't. I don't like how empty and not empty at the same time it is. Like. I don't know what's in there. I don't know how far deep, a lot of deep it don't is. Know what's in it. I know it's 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 scary. We don't know like more about the ocean than we do about space or something like that. 
We know more about space than we do about there it is. That's the way. That's the way to say that. Jeez. There it is. <laughs> uh, it, it's crazy, dude. Like I don't. I don't like. Like even we we went like on Lake Winnipesaukee this summer, which is just a big lake up in New Hampshire. Like I was like, I, I don't like this. I don't like being yeah. in the water. I don't like not knowing what's underneath me. It's just not. Even though I was like thirty feet away from land and I had a life jacket on because I can't swim that well, and I probably could have. And we were dog- tubing. And I hit tubing, and I probably could have doggy paddled my way to land if I really needed to. Uh, I was just terrified, and I, I remember like me and you went to me at the same time. We both fell off, and I had to like doggy paddle my way over to you because I was scared. Of where yeah, I wasn't scared of being alone. I was just sitting there chilling, waiting for the boat um, to come pick me up. And I was just paddling my life away. But yeah, I am a I'm a very big, very big afraid of the ocean. Very big afraid. And, and again, I don't have that fear. Although, like, I get like. There's that like sinking feeling in your stomach when you when you're on a boat in the middle of the ocean and you look down and you're just like I have no idea what's down there. If I jump yep. in, there could be anything below me. Like there's that thinking that sinking feeling in your stomach when you like just look down to a vast emptiness and you have no idea. So mm-hmm. I get it. I understand. I wouldn't necessarily say it's irrational. So be- just because there is that unknown and fear That's of the unknown. Fear is of the unknown. That's how that song goes. Nope. <laughs> um, here's one that's pretty common, sent in by another listener, uh, Amanda. She said that uh, her irrational fear is that the boogeyman is always under the bed, slash, you always have to keep your feet under the blankets because of it. So when I was a kid, yeah, that was that was definitely true. I never liked hanging anything over the edge of the bed, like when I was a kid. I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure that fear stuck with me till I was around 18 or 19. Like yeah. it, it's it it definitely started as a kid, and then it gets to the point where like okay, I think I'm okay. <laughs> I, I think at this point though, when I'm sleeping, like I know like you don't like the the thing is keep your feet on the bed or else the boogeyman will get you. I think at this point though, like keeping my feet on the bed is more of a comfort thing than anything. Well, I keep it on the bed. I don't necessarily keep my feet under the blankets though. Oh, it's under the blanket, right? Yeah. Sometimes I'll just be too hot and I'll have to not use the blanket. But... Yeah. Yeah, the, mine was always you couldn't hang your your feet off the edge of the bed, or else the boogeyman would grab you from under your bed and pull you under. Yes, yeah, very similar. It's the yeah. same, same kind of thing. And I uh, now just use that as more of a comfort thing. Where it's like I don't like my feet hanging off the bed; it just doesn't feel right. I feel like I need to have stability under my feet while I sleep. You know? Yeah, it's it, it's weird, but I'm I'm talking specifically about the blanket. Yeah, the blanket, little little irrational. The bed, perfectly rational, but the the blanket. <laughs> I also am pretty tall, so I feel like I've I've been used to like, hey, I'm sleeping in beds that were my like my legs dangle off of, like maybe like nights on end, not all the time, like at a hotel or something, or a motel or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like no matter how small the bed is, I will always be curled up, so not nothing is falling off the bed. Yep, but that's just, that's just me. All right, what do you got? Got another one? So Tiffany gave me one saying she's afraid of something around her randomly exploding or blowing up. <laughs> so, so she's nervous that like she'd be walking down the street and something next to her will blow up. Yes, like there, there's like a gap somewhere and there's like the building will blow up. So she's constantly in fear. I don't know if she's constantly in <laughs> fear because that's a terrible life to live and I feel bad yeah, for her if, that, if that, that's the case. 
but I mean, I, I guess I get it. Like sitting sitting in the living room watching TV, just nervous that it's going to blow up. <laughs> the TV is going to explode. <laughs> Definitely irrational in my mind. I feel like it's irrational only because like, how often does that happen? <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I, I would not be able to have that fear. Like maybe like I'll be walking down the street and I'll see like something. And I'll be like, huh, I wonder if that'll blow up. I feel like the only time it ever happens for me is like if I see like a giant propane tank, I was like, that would suck. That blew up. (laughs) Yeah. Like what if someone had a gun and just decided to shoot that? Yeah, that would suck. Carol from The Walking Dead season five. Mm -hmm. Um, Mom sent one in. She said that her irrational fear is snakes, but I wouldn't say that's an irrational fear. A lot of people are afraid of snakes. Me, myself included. For good reason. Like, you want to be like, I don't necessarily fear snakes. I respect snakes to the point where I'm not going to walk up to one and be like, hey, what's up? And pick it up. Yeah. Because I'm not afraid of there like, are, little snakes, are... like little garter snakes. I'm, I don't care about those guys. Yeah. It's it's one thing like to see a gardener snake, but then to see, I don't think I've ever seen anything other than a gardener snake in the wild. I don't think I have either. I've seen when I was out in California, I saw signs for rattlesnakes. And that made me a little That's nervous. scary. Yeah. That's scary. That just makes but me also, nervous because, like, because, like, what are the the chances of getting bit by a rattlesnake are pretty high because they can get aggressive. Yeah, especially like the only thing with rattlesnake is they'll let you know where they are because they'll you know yeah. rattle. But uh, if you don't see it and you step on it or something, they bite you. What are you gonna do? Gonna get rushed to the hospital if you're hiking? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, super fun. So that's where like. An irrational fear of just hating every snake can turn rational when it when it's like a cobra <laughs> it or, a, or yeah when it's a cobra or, or a rattlesnake standing right in front of you that kind of thing. Standing, wow. Standing, <laughs> standing up, or an anaconda. There you go. You know, you know <laughs> those video those videos were like four or five kids are pulling a giant anaconda out of a river. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, no like, thanks. Why? There's, there's that one where like everyone's standing on the side of the road, like videotaping the anaconda slithering across the road. It's like this yeah. giant, like thirty foot long snake. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Get away from Granted, that! Thing. They're not fast, so you could probably get away from one quickly. But I feel like still. they'd be pretty fast, right? I don't think so. How fast can an anaconda I mean, slither? Are you googling? Let's look at, yeah. Can and my anaconda don't want none unless you got funds, hun. Uh. Um, can you outrun an anaconda? Yes. It isn't true. This is really wordly. This is worded really badly. Wordly. <laughs> wordly. It isn't true that you couldn't outrun an anaconda. So you cannot on, on land. They're quite slow on land. You might have more yeah, of a they swim on in water. The snake is much faster in the water. Once they begin to swallow their prey, the angle of their teeth make it hard for the prey to escape if they're still alive. So don't get swallowed by an anaconda. Don't, don't, don't. Just don't. They're fucking huge, man. They're gross. But they're not venomous. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, they'll just strangle you. Yeah, they, they squeeze the life out of you and then they eat you. <laughs> so if I saw an anaconda in the wild, I would be nervous. So that's when yes. a fear of snakes becomes very rational. <laughs> and when it's an anaconda, a rattlesnake, or cobra, or a uh, cottonmouth, any one of those guys. Copperheads. Uh, yeah, very rational. Another one sent in to me was um, something that I've actually dealt with before, which is sleep paralysis. 
Interesting. I don't think I've ever had to deal with that. Sleep paralysis is terrifying, dude. It is terrifying. Uh, so the one time I've dealt with it twice, and the first time I ever dealt with it, it's like when you're sleeping. Uh, you know what sleep paralysis is. Uh, yeah, so like I was sleeping and I was like half awake, half asleep, pretty much for the entirety of the night. And then I was uh, sleeping facing the wall and my eyes like burst open because I heard my friend Jeff in my room saying my name. And he was like calling my name and I was trying to like turn over to look at him, but my eyes are open and I was looking around the room and I couldn't move. So like I was like awake, but I like my body was still asleep. So like all my eyes were doing was just like moving to the side and my head was like shaking a little bit because I couldn't move. And then that lasted for probably about 20 seconds. And then like my body woke up and I was just like, okay, that was fucking scary. And the second time it happened, I was in Arkansas on a support trip uh, for work and my eyes opened. I was like, fuck, it's going to happen again. And then like, I tried to like look at the TV because I think my roommate who was in the same hotel room as me was watching TV and like my eyes were open. I was like trying to talk to him and I couldn't talk. And then like like 30 seconds later, just shot up and I was like, OK, I'm awake now. Let's huh. I guess go back to bed. because That's all I have to do. But it was fucking scary. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sleep I've never had that happen to me. So. I, I, I can understand why that's scary, though, for sure. I can understand why it's scary, but like I feel like it's super fucking rare at the same time. Unless you're like a person, unless you're like a person that deals with it a lot, because apparently that's a thing is people who like deal with it on a regular basis interesting and then they probably go to like the what's it called the sleep um sleep therapy yeah where yeah. they watch you sleep yep and they have tubes up your nose and yeah on your head no and no, no yeah. thanks <laughs> <laughs> all right um another one sent in by a different amanda uh she is afraid of squirrels Huh. I've always wanted a squirrel as a pet. Why? Because they're awesome. <laughs> they're so cool. I love squirrels. I mean, squir- squirrels are cool, but I don't know if I'd want one as a pet. Bro, you could just chill on your shoulder. Give maybe, as like, some maybe it's like a corn. friend that would visit whenever I went outside to feed them. <laughs> I had a dream that I, I think I feel like I, I wanted a squirrel as a pet because I had a dream that I had a squirrel as a pet. Now I'd like take him on walks and stuff and then I let him go off his leash and he never came back. <laughs> what a what a nightmare. I know. Um, I feel no, like I was okay I, with it, my dream. I don't know if I have her explanation on why she hates squirrels. Yeah, she said squirrels just give her anxiety. I don't know why. Okay. But there's well, that. <laughs> that's a thing that happens, I guess. So I'm going to go super irrational on that one. <laughs> it's kind of like the same she, thing. She thinks it's rational. It's kind of like the same thing as birds. Like, you just don't know what they're going to do. I mean, Maybe. if that's the case, you can say that for every wild animal. Right. You can say that for every animal. You can say that for humans. You just don't know what they're going to do next. Um, the, the unpredictability. Um, no, I, maybe that they're just technically rodents and they might carry disease. I, I, don't, I don't know. Are squirrels technically rodents? I think so. Cool. Cool. Is New Zealand part of Australia? <laughs> We're not having that conversation again. <laughs> oh, man. Listen to our bros, our uh, boy spoiler talking. You want to hear us argue about that for four minutes? Um, yeah, that was bad. So this is one Tiffany wrote down. I don't know if it's a fear of so much as she just wanted me to read it and make fun of her. Uh, she said, "Forgetting someone's name or birthday that she's close with." 
And then she wrote in parentheses, it's happened. And it happened to me. She forgot my birthday. She forgot, oh, what, day my, she forgot what day my birthday was. Like recently or like no, on it was birthday. like it was like no, it wasn't on my birthday. It was like we were probably almost dating for probably like six or seven months. And she didn't know it. So like it wasn't that big of a deal. I made fun of her real bad when it first happened. But like it wasn't that big of a deal. And she felt so fucking bad. So I don't I, I feel like that feeling of feeling bad is why she doesn't want to forget it again. Like forget anybody's birthday. Maybe I'm just a bad person, but I don't really care about that too much. Names, names I get. Like, I feel bad if I like talking to someone and I can't remember their name and I have to go ask someone else, hey, what's their name again? Because yeah. that's just like embarrassing. Yeah. It's, it, but I don't really care too much about When I was in like high school or like middle school, I prided myself on being like the only kid that like knew everybody in the grade's birthday. Like, I really enjoyed that. And then now I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh. It's their like it'll pop up on like Facebook and be like, hey, it's this person's birthday. Wish them a happy birthday. I'll be like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I've I haven't wished anyone a happy birthday on Facebook in such a long time. I feel like I'll do like three Facebook. people, and it's like three people that I only have contact with through Facebook. That's fair. And it's people that I actually like like. I don't know. It's just like I don't. Yeah, I don't care about. I don't care about birthdays unless you're a part of my family, or like in my tight circle of friends. That's yeah, really yeah, it. yeah. Like I. I, I usually text people on their birthday. I don't write on Facebook walls or anything. No, like I don't that. either. Yeah. Fuck that. Besides like the three that I mentioned. Right. Um, so I only have one more and it's for me. Like I said, I don't have a lot of fears that I would consider irrational, <laughs> but like I don't really have a lot of fears in general. Um, so my irrational fear is stepping on piles of leaves, whether they were raked or just a pile of leaves in the woods or whatever. I do not like to step on them because I'm terrified that there's a hornet's nest under it. Hmm. Terrified. So, so that's, that's why I think like 99% of the time that fear is irrational until the one time someone steps on a pile of leaves and there's like a yellow jacket's nest under it. Yep. Which has, which has happened to me. So, uh, every, uh, every time we play Frisbee, you usually throw it into the woods. And I have to go get it. And do you know how many piles of leaves I have to step on to go get that stupid fucking frisbee that's in the woods? <laughs> Which is why I like you standing by the woods. <laughs> I am, if, I, uh... if, if that shit happened to me, I'd like be tiptoeing. Like I go on a little, <laughs> I go on a little walk, um, around me almost daily. And every now and then I'll go up this little hiking trail. I have to go through the woods, and the trail and the woods now has all the pine needles and stuff and all the leaves on the ground. So the trail is basically covered with leaves. So I'm terrified to walk on that trail. I literally walk <laughs> so lightly just in case. But it's it's something that's always in the back of my mind every time I'm in the woods. If I step on a fucking yellow jacket's nest, I'm going to be so pissed. So I stepped on a yellow jacket's nest once. And it was when I was hiking with uh, my friends. And like it sucked because I got stung like nine times. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't like in a pile of leaves. It was like on the trail. Like I like took one step like next to the trail and there was just a hornet's nest there underground. So when I stepped on it, they all came up and just fucking latched onto my leg and then stung my face and my arms and stuff. So <clears throat> I, <clears throat> I, excuse me, I get not wanting to step on a, uh, a hornet's nest. Yeah. But like, like I said, it's like 95% of the, t- maybe 95, 99% of the time that fear is pretty irrational until the one time. That you yeah. step on a nest. Yeah, yeah. One out of a hundred times you'll step on a horn's nest. <laughs> I think it's more than that. I <laughs> no, think it's one out of I, like I a did, thousand I, times. I, I did the math. Um, 
It's science. So I, I have a couple more. Um, right, let's hear. This is um, Tiffany is also afraid of wax museums. <laughs> Why? Is I, there a reason? I, th- I think it's just that she doesn't like how it's probably like an uncanny valley thing that they look like they could be real, but there's something off about them. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I, she didn't write, she didn't write a reason. She just wrote wax museums. I don't, I don't like wax museums because I don't want to spend money to go look at someone's bad interpretation of them, of a celebrity. Um, Richard Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Richard Nixon was the first person to pop. Yeah, that, that's a weird, I, I thought of Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two very different people. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never been to a wax museum, and I don't really ever care to go to a wax museum. I, I've I've walked by one in I think New York City. There's um, one in there's one in Boston too. Is there? I feel like I've walked mm-hmm. by one, looked in the window, and be like, "Nope, I'm good." Like I don't <laughs> need to spend money there. I've um, seen uh, I've seen they did uh, Madame Tussauds wax museum uh, in Impractical Jokers for they filmed there for for a sketch, and I'm like, that looks stupid. Yeah, like people just literally taking pictures with wax celebrities and like put probably posting it to Instagram, being like, "Look who I saw!" That yeah, like fuck that. And it's like that, and then you'll, you'll look at him and be like, "That person's obviously not real." Yeah, although there are some that but, I've seen that look really good, but why are they so shiny? Uh, one more from Tiffany is she does not like driving between two tractor trailers. Mm, that's that's fair, I guess. Sorry, I'm eating candy corn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's the worst noise in the world. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I hate, I also hate driving through two tractor Like, if you're driving through two tractor trailers, you're doing something wrong, though. Or unless the tractor, actually, not no, you. No, the tractor trailer's that back. doing something wrong. Doing, taking that back. The tractor trailers are doing something wrong. Why is there one in the left lane and why is there one in the right lane? They should, one should be in the middle lane and the right lane, or both be in the right lane. Mm-hmm. Maybe that tractor trailer driver in the left lane has a fear of driving past tractor trailers, so they have to get a lane over. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't think it ever. I don't think I could ever be a tractor trailer driver. Nah, that that I'm seems not, like a I'm difficult not, job. Yeah, I'm not good at uh, at driving. And like the road conditions that they have to drive through. No, thank you. Like, yeah, fuck that. And, like when they get I'm into good. like a city, and they have to like. Turn, Stop like, every two make, seconds. Make, 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 make a wide ass right turn on a small intersection with other cars yeah. driving. So, like, no, 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 no. I'm good. I respect I, the hell out of dri- uh, truck drivers. Um, but yeah, so driving, driving through two track, driving between two tractor trailers, I kind of get because sometimes they can't really see their blind side. Like, and you can just, they'll start to move, start to switch lanes. And then the time you and sometimes they wobble. Yeah. Like, sometimes they, they weave a little bit. And a little bit of weave is not good when you're carrying that much. Tractor. Uh, <laughs> weevils wobble, but they don't fall down, you know? Sure. Uh, also, like, I feel like if it's super windy, you don't want to drive next to one? Yeah. Because it's just a, a, or a it's raining. broad side. It, yeah. Yeah. Raining also, if they'll drive and they'll splash you a bunch of water on your windshield and it's annoying as fuck. <laughs> so. Rude. Uh, and I'll just give you one more that I know is not irrational. It's mine. I'm very, very claustrophobic. Yeah, that's, not cla- that's not that's that's not irrational. I'm not think. claustrophobic to the part to the point of like I don't like elevators. Like I used to not like elevators, and now I don't really care about them because I have to take I will take them a lot when I work. Um, but it's more of like I don't like my head being covered like by like a dark like like if 
when we were kids and you would like put a pillow over my head or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't tell people I smothered you. That's <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't smother your kids. No, not like smother me, but like if we were like doing WWE shit and like, I don't know, you would like, I don't know. But I have a fear of like something like sitting on my head and then getting trapped. Yes. And being being trapped and I can't see what's going on. And I can't feel around me. So I don't also don't like being in the back seat of small cars. Because it just I just feel so like confined. So, like, so my friend so like, has a, a, a beetle, a Volkswagen beetle, and it's a two door car. And so you have to climb into the back seat through the front door and then you're just so confined to like that small space. And I can't, I feel like I can't move enough and breathe enough in there. So like when I had my Tiburon, you would not ride in the backseat. I don't think I ever did. I might have a couple times, but yeah, no, I don't like sitting in the backseat of small cars. Claustrophobic. That's fair. I don't think, I don't think that's irrational though. Like, no, I don't think it is either. I'm like, just... I, I think everybody should have a small sense of claustrophobia, just a little bit, not like yeah. to the point where it overtakes you and like makes you super nervous to be in confined places. But just like you, everyone has that fear of like that. What's that movie with Ryan Reynolds? Where he gets buried alive or is it James uh, Franco? Uh, uh, James Franco is 127 hours. And that's when he gets hours. trapped in the in the canyon with his arm caught. Uh, okay, so then Ryan Reynolds is the one. Ryan Reynolds, I think it's called alive. Buried. Okay, yeah, I think it's yeah, called buried. just just getting buried alive, like in like in a box, should be should be worry enough. Yes, it was just called Buried. Well, yeah, eighty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. What year did that come out? Two thousand and ten. Okay, I was gonna say eleven, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you got any more? Is that it? That's I don't, I don't have any more. No, cool. So those are so those are some fears. I mean, most of them, most of them are very rational, and I can understand why people would feel that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some of them, like being afraid of uh, a duck. Although <laughs> Laura's not squirrels. afraid of duck, she's just afraid of birds in general. Hey, yeah, a duck is a bird. That's true. That's true. But I mean, also not to take away, we understand that these are fears and that we shouldn't really judge you if you have these. Right, <laughs> like, right. Like, like we understand oh, that we don't know what you're going not, through. <laughs> I, I judge Laura all the time for being afraid of birds. Yeah, we'll, we'll judge Laura because Laura's our very good friend. But yes. But if we, if we ever came in, in contact with a bird while, while we were near her, we would definitely protect her. Uh, depends on the bird. That's true. <laughs> That's true. What if it's an eagle? I'm yeah. running away. <laughs> I might protect oh, against a seagull or a pigeon or a a little uh, chickadee or something. But. Yeah, yeah, but now a, a, a bald eagle coming at Laura's head. Sorry, Laura, yeah, you're no, on your own. No, no, thanks. Yeah, good luck. All right, cool. I'm gonna keep eating candy corn for the rest of this day, dude. Candy corn is just disgusting, and I can't wait to get this out of my house. Mmm, candy corn. It's so gross. All right, dude. Uh, if anyone else wanted to talk to you about your rational fears, where would they? Uh, where would they go? They'd head on over to Instagram and/or Twitter, preferably Twitter. Uh, my at is n i c k a zero two three. 
If you want to get in contact with me, you can hit up Twitter or Instagram or Twitch at AmazingAsmatic. All those links are at Bros Talking Pod under the contact page. Remember, we have a bunch of stuff up there, too, so that you can go check out uh, and more stuff in the pipeline as well. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's going to wrap up this week, right? Next week, we'll be uh, continuing with the Halloween theme. So we got, look forward we, to that. All, all of October is spooky season here at Bros Talking and also on twitch.tv slash amazing where I am streaming through all a bunch of scary games. Uh, usually mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursday morning or Friday mornings. So it's hilarious. It's it's a good time. If you check out my Twitter if you want to see some clips of me getting jump scared and how stupid I look when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Terrified. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate being scared. I hate I just hate the feeling of being scared. I love the adrenaline of being scared. Love it. Nope. Maybe this will condition me to be better. Just be better. <laughs> Just be a better person. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next week, we'll uh, see you later. Catch you later. Bye. Deuces. Boy, toy named Troy used to live in Detroit. Big dope, selling money. He was getting some coins. Was the shootouts with the law, but he lived in a palace. Bought, bought me Alexander McQueen. He was keeping me stylish. Now that's real, real, real. Gun in my purse, bitch, I came just to kill. Who wanna go first? I had him pushing daffodils. I'm high as hell, I only took a half a pill. I'm on some dumb shit. Like, dun, 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 dun.